We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Both sides of the pond. We now welcome in Max Torres of Ducks Digest. Max, our weekly guest, thank you for joining us once again before Husky Week. Yeah, what's going on, Ryan? It is a uh, a very busy week uh, in Eugene and around the Oregon football scene. Tons of stuff going on, both on the field and uh, as we're about to talk about on the recruiting trail as well. Thanks for having me. So let's just talk big picture. This week, uh, it's obviously a big game, top 25 matchup. A lot of recruits are going to be in town. Uh, for Oregon's recruiting efforts, what does a week like this mean for the Ducks? Yeah, I think that this week is is crucial for Oregon. Um, not only do you have uh, two massive home games coming up here with Washington this week and then Utah next week, but um, you have an opportunity to capitalize on the recruiting trail. I think uh, as I'm, we're going to talk about, you know, there's a ton of really big names coming into uh, town for this game. So it's an opportunity to obviously showcase the on-field product, but as well as everything behind the scenes, everything that Oregon has to offer, that Eugene has to offer, the fan base, the atmosphere. I think this is just there's so much on the line right now for Oregon with regards to their Pac-12 title hopes, uh, trying to make a playoff push that uh, you just want to showcase every aspect of this program. And, and Dan Lanning said it best earlier this week, uh, where things are at with recruiting, one of the best things they can do to help themselves is win on the field. I've been hearing that there are some big, big-time recruits that are going to be in town this week. Can you break down some of the names that we're going to see at Autzen? Absolutely, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll start off with some of the heavy hitters in 23 um, you know, depending on when people listen to this, I'm, I'm probably going to have some more names added to our visitor list story. But uh, in, in 23, I think the headliner right now is uh, is probably David Hicks. He's uh, a 2023 defensive lineman, five star out of Katy, Texas. What makes this interesting, Ryan, is Hicks is committed to A&M. And uh, if you've been watching college football lately, you know that things are not uh, not all sunshine and rainbows out in uh, College Station right now. Uh, and um, Texas A&M has signed some very high-profile defensive linemen, uh, you know, in the past recruiting cycle in 22. So Hicks took, has taken multiple visits out to Eugene, took a visit in the spring, took an official before he made his commitment. But he's one of those guys that they're bringing in that uh, is committed to another school that they're trying to make that final push for. Uh, and Oregon's playing very, very well. So with, with Hicks, he's probably one of the, if not the most high-profile guy that I know of right now. 
that is coming to Oregon this weekend, and we know how much help Oregon needs on the defensive line. They already have a great haul in 23 right now, but Hicks would certainly be a guy that you'd love to add in. Um, well, you also have Rennie. For, oh, go for it, yeah. For Hicks, uh, a top 10 recruit in the 2023 class that's already committed somewhere else, how often do you see big-time recruits like that flip uh, their commitment this late in their recruiting cycle? Yeah, I think, um, you know, it's it's not super uncommon at this stage. I think if it depends on the position a little bit. Um, I think certainly with quarterback, you know, that's a position that you see guys stick to a little bit more, uh, you know, down the stretch. You know, Devin Brown is an example from last year. He's a highly profile, high profile quarterback out of Utah, was committed to USC for the longest time, and then flipped his team to Ohio State late um, because he just balled out senior season and on the camp circuit. So it kind of varies from position to position. But um, I think right now for Hicks specifically, like I talked about, things are kind of rocky with A&M. Oregon's playing well, and um, they're, they're trying to, you know, capitalize while they can because A&M is looking a little bit vulnerable and, and Oregon keeps winning. Let's get back to this game this weekend. Who are some of those other recruits alongside Hicks that we might see on the sideline at Autzen? Yes, sir. All right. So some more names in 23 to, to monitor. You have running back Dante Dowdell out of Picayune, Mississippi, He's currently committed to Oregon, but he's landed some big offers of late, most notably Texas A&M, who we were just talking about. Uh, so a lot of these schools are kind of late to circle back on on Dante, who Oregon has been high on from the jump. Carlos Lachlan has out, uh, established him as a major priority in this 23 class, and he has been utterly dominant in his senior season. He's going to be playing on Friday before he catches a flight out to Eugene. So really big to get him back on campus and, and just kind of, uh, you know, continue recruiting him and show him, uh, you know, what he could potentially be at, at Oregon. And then staying in the state of Mississippi, you have defensive lineman Caleb Bryant, who looks like he's going to be making that trip alongside Dante. He's out of Vicksburg, Mississippi, 6'3", 250 pounds, a former Utah commit. Like we said earlier, Oregon has a lot of guys along that defensive line already in the fold, but maybe you want to add another guy like Bryant to your front just to solidify things a little bit. One of the more interesting names here in 23, Ryan, is cornerback Cole Martin. He's committed to Oregon. I think he was actually the first commit for Dan Lanning in this 2023 recruiting class, popping on New Year's Day. But why this is important and interesting is because Louisville has actually made a very strong push late in this recruitment. They've gotten Martin on campus uh, multiple times for a visit, and um, I think especially with Demetrius Martin being his dad and coaching at Oregon, I think some fans are kind of wondering, you know, is there really that much to worry about with this one? You know, how much of a chance do they really have with, with you know, the, the coaching connection at Oregon? And uh, I think that Louisville really does feel like they have a legitimate chance here uh, to flip him. I'm not saying that he's going to flip, but uh, they're certainly in the mix here, obviously, down the line. And I think he is a super important recruit for Oregon to hang on to because of how the secondary has been playing this year. Christian Gonzalez is probably going to be uh, going to the NFL after this year, it looks like. So they need to shore up the cornerback spot, the secondary. Um, but those are some of the big names in, in 23. And there were a couple that we could hit on real quick in 24, if, if that's cool with you, Ryan. Let's do it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, awesome. So two of the bigger names in 2024 uh, I actually got to check in with one of them, Jordan Anderson, a wide receiver out of Long Beach, Milliken, out here in my neck of the woods in Southern California. He's going to be in Eugene this weekend, and he is an absolute stud playmaker. He loves the Ducks, recently placed them in his top 11, loves Junior Adams, loves what he's seeing from the offense um, this year in, in Eugene. Um, he's also been a frequent visitor of USC. So as you would expect, Lincoln Riley and his coaching staff are doing what they can to keep him home. Uh, but I think that, that Oregon's in an awesome spot here. This is a, a huge name in 24 that you want to get on campus uh, from an offensive standpoint. And then on the defensive side of the ball, one of the biggest standout names in 24 is defensive lineman Elijah Rushing from Saponte Catholic in, in Tucson, Arizona. He's the number two player in Arizona behind only Dylan Rayola, the 2024 Ohio State Buckeyes quarterback commit. He's a dynamic edge rusher, can do a little bit of everything for you on the defensive line. Everyone's going after him. He's been to Oregon numerous times. The Ducks continue to establish that pipeline in Arizona, specifically along the defensive line with Michael Gardner uh, and Amari Washington here in 23, committed to Oregon. So they're bringing in big names in 23 and in 24, and uh, it really has the makings for a huge weekend uh, on the recruiting trail in Eugene this weekend for the Ducks. So, Max, I want, I want to shift a little bit to Dan Lanning and, and his coaching philosophy because uh, he, this week, uh, sort of shucked off some rumors that he had mutual interest with Auburn. He had a very candid response saying that he doesn't want to leave Eugene. What does a response like that that is very straightforward and very candid, not only to the fan base, but also to the recruits that he could potentially be bringing in that I'm staying in Eugene, I'm recruiting you to be a duck. What does that do uh, to the recruiting efforts and the faith that some recruits might have in a coaching staff? Yeah, that's a good question. I think it, it honestly doesn't hurt. Let's just start with the obvious, right? I, and I think a lot of recruits, you know, this 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 rumor report just kind of came out last weekend, and, and I don't think a lot of people were putting a whole bunch of stock into it. Um, you know, j- just journalistically, it was kind of weird the way it was spun. It was like, okay, this report is saying this, but we're the source. So it was just kind of a mess. So I think that, you know, hopefully the, the recruits were able to see through that a little bit. But for Dan Lanning to, you know, outright, you know, shoot the rumors down more or less like he did, 
was something that is really good for recruits to hear because they haven't gotten that from previous Oregon staffs like Mario Cristobal, like Willie Taggart before they bolted for other jobs. So for Landing to, you know, reassure uh, some of these recruits, you know, indirectly, obviously he wasn't speaking to them when he answered that question. I think it, uh, it's only going to help them, you know, for the, for the long-term future, um, especially if they're a 23 guy, uh, they want to know that their coach is going to be there for the long term and, and they have, you know, they don't have to fend off William Jewell College too hard for, for Dan Laning here in uh, the, the coaching carousel um, like they did with, you know, Florida State and Miami. So I think overall it's, it's definitely a, a good thing for recruits to hear, and, and I think that you always want to be able to sell stability, and, and that's kind of what Laning was going for in part with that answer. Max Torres of Ducks Digest joining us in the Oregon Man Clinics Hotline. Max, in your opinion, uh, what does Oregon need to get done before signing day uh, for for you to feel like that they've rounded out this recruiting class? Yeah, I think that's a, a great question. I think for, for Oregon between now and signing day, one of the biggest things really above all else is you want to keep these guys that are committed in the fold. You don't want to – you, you kind of want to – be able to fend off some of these late pushes like I talked about with Cole Martin. There was uh, some smoke about a Dante Moore uh, crystal ball prediction in Michigan State. I'm not really buying too much or you know investing too much in that stock. Michigan State's not doing well. They were never really a huge threat for him. It was Michigan and Notre Dame. Uh, Kenny Dillingham and the Oregon offense are just absolutely balling. So it's a good situation for him and, and, uh, and Eugene. So I think that you want to keep those guys that are – committed in the fold above all else. And then like we're seeing them do this weekend, and I know next weekend as well with Utah, they're going to be bringing in some big names in the 23 class and beyond and some guys that are maybe committed to other schools that they want to circle back on and say, hey, give us one more look. This is the the on-field product. We're really making a push here, uh, and we're trying to build a special class. So I think that I don't know if they're going to have all their needs addressed by the time the early signing period comes around, but they could certainly help themselves out. You want to see a little bit more at, at linebacker, I think, uh, in particular in this 23 class. And then uh, I, I think that they're still looking to maybe add one more tailback. Uh, Jaden Lamar is a name to watch, the 2023 Notre Dame commit out of Lake Stevens, Washington. Uh, I think he's still getting recruited pretty heavily by Oregon, and he was really high on Oregon before he committed to the Irish. So um, that's kind of what I think they need to do is keep those guys in the fold and still make that push for some of those guys that maybe aren't as likely to join, or they maybe are a little bit of a, you know, you take your home run swing at them, but you still got to give it that best effort. So if they do that, I think they could put themselves in great position to, to finish this class with a bang and, uh, you know, try to address some of these needs that could be popping up uh, following this season. Max Torres of Ducks Digest, tell the listeners where they can find you. Yes, sir. You can find me on Twitter. That's the best way to tap in with me, at Sports. You can find all of my written work with a heavy recruiting focus on DucksDigest.com. You can find me and watch me on YouTube at Oregon Football Max Taurus. I have all my podcasts over there and some press conferences with uh, the players and the coaches every week. And then you can listen to me on the Ducks Dish podcast. Really been enjoying doing that lately. And uh, that's the best place to find me. Max, always appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for coming on. All right. Thanks for having me, Ryan. Appreciate your time. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. 
Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.